that noise? Is that an instrument of some kind? Is my car breaking down? Oh, I know what that sound is. It's all the coins I keep in my bag to give to Tztaka. You see, Tztaka is the Hebrew word for charity, and it's a super important mitzvah in Judaism. I like to keep extra money in my bag in case I have the opportunity to give Tztaka to someone in need. But that's not the only way to give Tztaka. Working in a food kitchen, donating toys, and providing warm clothing to those in need are all incredible ways to give Tztaka. Everyone, even kids, can participate in this mitzvah, and that's why we're going to learn all about Tztaka on today's episode of Hebrew School. Hebrew School is a podcast where really smart kids play super fun games to learn about all things Jewish. I'm your host, Sarah Fredmanator. Today on Hebrew School, we are going to learn all about Stucca, and we are going to do it with one of the smartest and most interesting kids I know, Nachshon! So, Nachshon, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Nachshon, and I'm 11 years old, and I like to play baseball. I also have a twin brother. You have a twin brother. Do you guys look alike? Uh, we're fraternal brothers. Who's better at baseball, you or him? I think me, but he might say otherwise. <laughs> I like pitching, and he's a catcher. Oh, well, that's perfect, because you always have the perfect game of catch. Yeah. Are you ready for our first game? Yes. It's time to bring back one of my favorite games, Say My Name. Say my name. Here's how this game works. You are about to hear a song about someone in Jewish history. Your job is to listen for clues and try to guess who the song is about. Are you ready? Yes. Here is your first song. mother-in-law Naomi told me about someone good. My cousin Boaz was rich and had many fields full of grain, which had bountiful yields. Seeing my need, he told his staff to leave extra grain out on my behalf. I was able to collect food to eat. Then Boaz and I married. Now isn't that me? Song. Nachshon, let's review what we just heard. Someone in need was told by their mother-in-law, Naomi, to go to the fields of their rich cousin, Boaz. Boaz instructed his team to leave some of the grain unharvested so that this person could take it and not be hungry. This person must have really appreciated this act of charity because they married Boaz. Any guesses? Is it Ruth? Winner! Correct! This song is about Ruth, who we read about on the holiday of Shavuot. And Boaz was doing a very specific kind of charity. When people in ancient Israel harvested their fields, they were instructed to leave some produce behind. 
These leftovers belonged to the poor who were allowed to take this extra grain for themselves. Boaz instructed his workers to make sure they left lots of grain behind so that Ruth and Naomi would have plenty to eat. Want to do one more? Yes. I offered him some water, some for his beasts. They drank that water like it was the finest of feasts. Turned out this man changed my life because he was sent by Abraham to find Isaac a wife. Well, surprise, surprise, that wife was me. So much can happen from a small charity. Before you guess, let's do a quick review. This person saw an old man and offered both him and his camels some water. Because of that act of charity, she was deemed worthy to marry our patriarch Isaac. Do you have any idea who it is? Is it Rivka? Winner! It's our matriarch, Rivka, or Rebecca. She went out of her way to help a stranger and even helped his animals. She exemplifies compassion and kindness, and I kind of like to think of her as a mentor. Great job, Nachshon. It's that time again. That's right. It's time for Wisdom of the Crowds. Wisdom of the Crowds. Wisdom of the Crowds is the segment here at Hebrew School where we hear from our listeners. Today, kids from around the world are answering the question, if you could give $1 million to charity, what cause would you want to support? Let's hear what they have to say. I would give to a charity that supports wildlife because I care about animals and want them to have a good future. The charity that I would support would definitely be charities for like garden because I really love nature. I would give a million dollars in charity to a kid's hospital. Chaya Lifeline, because it helps kids with disabilities. I would support a charity that hires people without jobs to take care of homeless pets by feeding and watering them, playing with them, and reading them stories. And I'd give a million dollars to a charity that tries to get more people in school. Nachshon, what do you think? If you had a million dollars, what charity would you want to give to? If I had a million dollars, I think that I would want to go around and give it to the people I see that are in need. Because I feel bad for them when I can't do something really good for them. But if I had a million dollars to give away, then I could give them enough to help them and like really help them and not just 25 cents. I am so inspired by you. And I'm so inspired by all of the kids we just heard from. What incredible ideas you all have. I hope that you all find a million dollars in your pocket so that you can do everything you just spoke about. And to everyone listening, let us know what charity you wish you could give a million dollars to. Email hebrewschool at tabletmag.com and let us know there. 
Okay, Nachshon, are you ready for our next game? I am. I like those songs in our first game so much, I want to keep the musical theme going. I think it's time for some prayer or pop song. Prayer or pop song. For this game, I'm going to share two sets of lyrics with you. One comes from a song that you might download on iTunes, while the other comes straight from the Bible. Your job is to tell me which is which. Here are your first verses. One man gives generously and ends with more. Another doesn't do the right thing and incurs a loss. And here are your second lines. You can't always get what you want, but if you try sometimes, you just might find you get what you need. Okay, Nachshon, any guesses which is which? I think that the first one is from the Bible. Winner! That's right! The first lyrics are the Bible verses. They're from the Book of Proverbs, a book in the Bible which raises questions of values, moral behavior, the meaning of life, you know, casual stuff. Those second lyrics are from the song You Can't Always Get What You Want by the Rolling Stones. Also casual. Do you want to do one more? Yep. Okay, here we go. If I had a million dollars, well, I'd buy you a house. I would buy you a house. And if I had a million dollars, I'd buy you furniture for your house. Maybe a nice Chesterfield or an ottoman. And here's number two. Do not harden your heart and shut your hand against your needy kin. Rather, you must open your hand and lend whatever is sufficient to meet the need. Okay, Nachshon, which is which? The second verse is from the Bible. I knew the first song, which is, If I Had a Million Dollars. Winner! That is right. The first lyrics are from the song, If I Had a Million Dollars, but the second lines are straight out of Deuteronomy, the fifth book of the Torah. Okay, that's enough music for now. I wonder if there are any good Jewish stories about charity. Nachshon, do you know any? Not that I can think of right now. Well, luckily for you, we have our resident Hebrew school storyteller, Panina Shram. Here is your Hebrew school storyteller, Panina Shram, with a story about charity. This story is a parable made famous by the Magid of Dubno. One day, a student approached the Magid of Dubno, who was a rabbi and a teacher and a storyteller, and he asked, How do you always succeed in getting even the stingiest people to give charity, tzedakah? Well, as a matter of fact, 
I'm about to visit a wealthy scholar and to ask him for a big donation to help the poor and the orphans. Come with me and you'll see for yourself how I do it, answered the Magid. And so the Magid and his student set up for this encounter. As they approached a mansion, the student shook his head and said to the Magid, Rabbi, teacher, I have heard about this man. Although he's a great scholar and one of the wealthiest, he has the tightest fists. Why should you waste your time here? The Magid knocked on the door and asked to see the master. And when the scholar came to the door, he greeted the Magid and the student warmly. But when the Magid announced why he had come, the scholar immediately began to tell them how busy he was studying Vayikra 19 and that they would have to return another day. When the Magid heard this, he began to discuss verses 9 and 10, in particular because these verses deal with consideration for the poor and adding commentary and quotations. The scholar, in response, added his own interpretations and other sources. Seeing that all he was getting was a lecture, the Magad of Dumno turned his discussion to telling parables stories. But the scholar matched him with other Talmudic stories. Realizing that he was not accomplishing what he had hoped for, the Magid finally interrupted and said, let me tell you a brief parable. And this is the story the Dubner Magid told to the wealthy miser. Many years ago, a young man had set sail to see something of the world, to have some adventures before he would settle down in his quiet town. And on his way home, he stopped at an island. Oh, the people there were very friendly and welcomed the young guest. And that night they made a banquet, a feast in his honor. He was so delighted with their ways, he wanted to repay them for their hospitality. They seemed to have everything they needed except for one thing. He had noticed that at the dinner, they did not have onions. In fact, they had never heard of onions. And so, as a reward, the young man brought a huge bag full of onions from the ship and showed them how to plant them and how to cook with them. And that night, they ate a delicious meal cooked with onions. The people there were so grateful for this gift of onions that they gave their guest a bag full of silver coins. And the young man returned home. When he had arrived home, he went to visit a neighbor and told him of his adventures, including his good fortune on the island. The neighbor 
was a scheming young man, and he decided to find out what else those islanders did not have. He questioned the young man carefully. Then he finally decided to bring them garlic. He stored sacks of those little garlic bulbs on a boat and set off for this island. And yes, when he brought them sacks of garlic as a gift, the people were delighted to learn of this pungent bulb. And then they prepared another meal seasoned with garlic. As a parting gift, they told the neighbor, we will give you our most precious possession. The neighbor grinned, hardly able to wait to carry the sacks of silver coins onto his boat. Impatiently, he watched the people place the bulging sacks in front of him. And when he opened them, one after another, he saw that they were all filled with onions. Onions, he shouted in exasperation. But you gave my friend silver coins. What good are these even if they are your most precious possessions? I can't buy anything with onions. With that, the monkey turned to the wealthy scholar and added, and so you see, trading discussions and stories, well, that's very fine. But this does not provide the poor and the orphans with food and clothes. What I need in this case is money. Hearing that, the scholar went into the house and returned with an open handful of gold coins. The wealthy miser gave tzedakah, charity, to the Magid of Dubno, after all. What a beautiful story. I am so glad we had time to hear that. But I'm sorry to say it is time for our final game. This one is called, Do We Do That? Do we do that? Did I do that? Do We Do That is all about Jewish traditions. I'm going to share some Jewish traditions around the practice of helping those in need. While they all might sound great, only two are things we actually do. One is something I made up for the sheer pleasure of tripping you up. Do you think you could beat me at my own game? I hope so. Here we go. Number one, many Jewish people celebrate Passover by taking part in a Seder with friends and family. And usually the guest list is planned in advance. After all, you need to know how many people are joining your meal in order to make enough gefilte fish for everyone. But at the start of the Seder, we actually stand up and announce that anyone in need of a meal should join us. After all, no one should be hungry on this most special of holidays. Here's our second tradition. 18 is a significant number in Judaism because the letters that make up 18 in Hebrew are the same as the letters that make up the word chai, or life. Because of this, Jews often give charity in increments of $18. 
If you ever see a donation of $18 or $36 or $180, you can reasonably assume that the person who made this gift is Jewish. And here is our final tradition. There's a superstition in Judaism to never, ever, ever donate dimes. Because dimes are the smallest coins, Jewish people believe that they're bad luck and so should never be connected to the mitzvah of tzedakah. Next time you reach into your wallet to give some charity, make sure you have enough nickels and quarters to go around. Okay, Nachshon, you just heard three Jewish traditions. Which one do you think is maybe only in my head? I think that the second one is only in your head. The one about $18? Yes. Actually... The $18 one is true. One that I made up is about the dimes. Stucca is an ancient commandment and goes way back before dimes were even invented. Don't listen to me. You should totally put a dime in next time you see it stuck a box. Oh, that bell means that that's all we have time for today. Nachshon, thank you so much for helping us learn all about Stucca on this episode of Hebrew School. Tell me, did you get inspired to give Stucca? What do you think you're going to do next for someone in need? Well, when I, I like when I can give Stucca to a person to do it because I like to see their face when they get it. Mm, yeah, I bet that feels really good. Yeah. Let's close out this episode with a song by the Hebrew School house band, Schlockrock. Hey everybody, this is Lenny Solomon from Schlock Rock for Hebrew School, and enjoy Keep On Giving. Gotta keep on giving, gotta open up your hands, gotta keep on giving, 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 g
Keep on giving. 